come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. <laughs> so that's the last time you're doing that, right? <laughs> I was like, do we watch a monster truck this week? <laughs> Seem to be going there. Are you way. announcing a wrestling match? <laughs> Is Drive Angry coming down to the ring right now with a chair? Right? It feels, it feels like, like it, right? And with a little bit of a metal guitar back in the in the background. By God, that's Drive Angry's music. <laughs> yeah. So we are a movie review podcast. We review movie. We talk about movies. Movie book club, as we've been described. Uh, I like that uh, that description. We love that. And uh, so you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Podcast Addict, Podcast Roller, Podcast Roller, wherever and podcasts are found. That's podcast right. <laughs> and you can write to us, and we hope that you will on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Follow us on Twitter at Sat Freak Show. You can email us. Saturday Night Freak Show Yahoo.com. And join the fun on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. Yeah. I think Holly's three sheets right now. I'm like- at least two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm the there, movie man. will do I'm to there, you. Yeah. All right, so this should be a fun episode. So, well, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Who are the internet radio superstars? Holly. Sean. Michaela. And I'm Colin. And tonight we watch the movie that was chosen by Michaela. Michaela, what did we watch tonight? We watched She's Drive Angry. I think you need to put a little more oomph. Drive Angry. Yeah! yeah! From the year. 2011. And directed by... Patrick Lussier. So who we would know from... Time. My Bloody Valentine 3D. And, okay, this dude's actually got quite the IMDb. Not he, loves, he edited a lot of Wes Craven movies. He edited movie. mm-hmm. basically every Wes Craven movie, except Scream 4. For some reason, he loves him. Um, well, by even, then he was a director. He, he was even did Music of the Heart, though. Like he's done yeah. every Wes Craven <laughs> what? movie. Yeah, before could have used him. Yeah, he yeah. was Wes Craven's editor. Yeah, yeah. and he also directed. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Dracula 2000. Yes, and he wrote and Dracula 2002. What was it called? Dracula 2000. He wrote all of those. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what were they? 2001 and 2002. They weren't really. They really? weren't. It's not like 2000. I don't know what it was, but yeah. there's like three Dracula of those. Ascension. Something. He sure. Also there's wrote, like uh, yeah. Uh, Terminator Genesis. Yeah, he was one of the five writers on yeah. that movie. Yeah. Yikes. He didn't direct that, right? No, no. he just wrote it. Like just Linda, wrote it. No. Corley, no. It probably would have turned Jonathan out better Moscow. had he yeah. directed that one. Yeah, this guy's a regular um, uh, freak show regular as far as editing goes, because he also did Cursed, another Wes mm-hmm. Craven movie that we did. Mm-hmm. He did H2O. Yeah, did oh, that movie. Yeah, yes. yeah, and, and all the Scream movies, as we said. Yeah. Sure. So sure. he's a freak show regular as far yeah. as editing goes. Oh. I mean, you I know, like You him. never know until mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. come back around on Patrick mm-hmm. Lussier. The movie is co-written, or it was written by Todd Farmer. With, yeah. with Patrick Lussier. Yeah, they wrote it together. Yeah. yeah. Right. And Todd mm-hmm. Farmer has a filmography that includes... My Bloody Valentine 3D as well. As a writer, right? <laughs> the and Messengers, that Kristen Stewart mid-aughts paranormal Yep. Uh, Jason X. Jason yeah, and Jason X. X. Yep. Right. He's in that one wow. as well. Yeah, he's, he's in, in all of these movies, right? Is he in The Messengers? I don't remember. Probably. I remember yeah. next to nothing about that movie. Okay. The fuck is The Messengers? You've seen the trailer for because it, it was Probably. marketed fucking everywhere. Because it was at the height of like, we like Kristen Stewart. It was like 2007, 2008 ish. Uh, there was like a little kid crawling around, yeah. and, like people sunflower. under blankets. It was and, a sunflower yeah. farm. Yeah. And it was yeah. like Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney. Which one was it? Which one was it? <laughs> one of those. It was the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, yeah. Guys, have you guys seen that, um, that show where. 
the Dylan McDermott is a pilot. Have you seen that show? I've seen the oh, commercials. LA for, to Vegas, isn't that what yeah. they called? Yeah, yeah. They totally like didn't Dermot Mulroney Dermot show Mulroney's that? Yeah, out. they did it's it. It's his nemesis. They did it. Oh, they did, <laughs> they it. did it. It's great. <laughs> Dylan McDermott Mulroney. Yeah, they did go. it. It was great. But this the the trailer for the Messengers was famous because there was some sort of like jump scare gag with like something crawling under a sheet while she's in the bed or something, and there was a creepy little kid in it that was like her little brother or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing the trailer constantly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I vaguely I saw remember it. this. I flushed that movie right out of my brain. Same. I, I don't remember yeah. anything about it. Yeah. Wow. Except that it takes place on a farm. Yeah. Some farm. Uh, okay. So, but who is in this movie? The the evergreen Nicolas Cage. The evergreen. <laughs> this is a raging cage movie. Yeah. I don't know, he's not really raging. His mullet's raging more than he is, I think. Probably. He's not really raging. In this no, movie. for, for he his... doesn't get above a he gets got a low octave that he, he doesn't does go over in this movie. Ever. No, for, no for like his, no for like as angry as he's supposed to be, he's really chill. This movie is called yeah. Drive he's Angry, really and that motherfucker is chill the fuck out. Yeah. Well, he's got the cool. uh the, the like Stallone anger, right? He's Cobra. <laughs> yeah, Cobra. Yeah, right. This is this so is an, a parallel universe stare. Cobra. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk like yeah. this all the yeah. time. Where'd the little baby girl go? Baby girl, go. Baby girl, go. Baby girl. But hey, why did he say so weird? That oh, I, you know, I have this theory that post Con Air, his voice has never been right. Like I think doing like that accent kind of yeah, like he I never feel lost like, it. I feel like he could never get his uh, correct voice back. Was the baby girl Conair. like first five minutes of the fucking movie? Was the baby girl? Yeah. Oh God! What, what they do with the baby girl? Set it yeah, up. That, yeah, yeah. Set it up. What? Are you? <laughs> what? Jesus, baby girl. Yeah, I was like, right. did he just say baby? He did. He went baby. It's the baby. It's the baby girl. Uh, oh, it was great. Yeah. All right, we're in a different movie now. Yeah, <laughs> this is the first time we've. Oh, no, this is the second time we've had Nicholas Cage on the on the podcast. Yeah, right? there's Con Air in this. This and Erd Wicker, oh, Wicker, oh, Wicker Man. God just damn it. Wicker Man. Your brain too Con Air yeah. over the Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, this seems more in league with Con Air than Wicker Man. Yeah, Cage, I would say. Right? Yeah. So, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this is a uh, post Ghost Rider. So he's just making a career of himself, at least there for a little while, as the guy who comes back from the dead. It, yeah. Why wasn't this, this was a Ghost Rider movie? This was a bad time for Nick Cage. Like this was preceded by Season of the Witch, The oh, Sorcerer's yeah. Apprentice, oh. Oh, yeah. uh, and Kick Ass, which actually was a high point um, at that yeah, point in time. And this was followed by Seeking Justice and my all time least favorite Nick Cage movie, Trespass. What the fuck is Seeking uh, Justice? Yeah, I don't and think Trespass is no. the one with Trespass, Nicole, Kidman. With Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole Seeking Kidman. Justice sounds like a Steven Seagal movie. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Jess Stone in Seeking Justice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. But Trespass is really bad. Don't ever watch it. All right. I'm going to no. take your word no, for that. No, it looked bad. And not I see that movie. Alone. It set the record for shortest amount of time in theaters for any movie ever. It was oh, like a day. Brilliant. Uh, I think it was like five days hours. and then it went to DVD the next mm. week. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wonderful. Well, that's a Joel Schumacher movie, if mm-hmm. I remember. Like, what? He worked yes, against it's bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. It's yeah. very bad. How the Mighty Sorry, Have Fallen. Mm-hmm. All together in one movie. How old is <gasps> Joel Schumacher now? He's be 90. Like, he's got to be Seriously. Yeah. Damn. You know, like, yeah, he's got to be at least in his 70s. got to be. Heading I, toward. There was a review I read about it after I had watched it and was very frustrated and need to, like, like work out my feelings through other people sure. hating that movie. Sure. Yeah. And someone had, like, a paraphrase I had read. It was that, like, 
Nicole Kidman isn't in this movie. It's her like Madame Tussauds likeness being like wheeled around. And I was like, yes. somebody I lost a it. bet, and it. that's why she's in that movie, yeah, exactly. right? It's like yeah, it's her like agent fucking, owed one to somebody. It's like Keanu Reeves and what? Uh, what's the one where he plays the serial killer? The Watcher. The Watcher. Yeah, yep. like somebody else signed his fucking name on a contract yeah. and he had to do a movie. It's like Johnny yeah. Depp and yeah. Mordecai. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Jesus, he wanted to do that. <laughs> okay, Johnny Don't Depp and the Tourist. Ugh. No, because that was like I think Johnny Depp in wants to do every movie he's yeah. in. I feel like I think he's just got bad taste. I feel like good. the whole premise of the tourist was like, let's get two actors together that have never done a movie before, it and that's like, like that's what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they get a free vacation to yeah. uh, Paris. Right? It was like it was more like a travel commercial for wherever they were than mm-hmm. an actual movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably wasn't Paris. Yeah. Probably Monte Carlo. Who mm-hmm. fucking knows? I don't probably. know. Like, Fuck that movie. <laughs> don't watch that either. I think I saw it. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I feel like I saw it, but There's I don't know for boats? sure. I don't know. There's always this. this that's all that was in the trailer. Was them on boats? Yeah. All right. So Drive Angry also stars the luscious Amber Heard, mm-hmm. vivacious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The vivacious. She's stunning in this movie. She's beautiful. Yes. Uh, I don't think never, I've ever actually noticed her in anything before. Honestly, I, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything before. <laughs> Again, we mentioned uh, during the movie. Uh, what do we say? Zombieland. Zombieland, but she's only in that. Yeah. I forgot now. she was in that until yep. you said it. I'm like, yeah, oh, so did yeah. I, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. like, to me, I remember three things. There's all, all the boys love Mandy Lane yep. and mm-hmm. Rum Diary. Rum Diary, mm-hmm. yeah, and which was a became, terrible fucking movie. Then she was Mrs. Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now, she, and now she's in Aquaman. Oh, oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yep. Justice League. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she'll, she'll, I'll, I'll, I was going to say, I'll watch that movie. I'm like, I'm not going to watch that movie. Uh, <laughs> no, you can see pictures of her in the costume on Saturday. Just look those up and yeah. be done uh, with it. She, looks, is, though, she like, looks like Poison Ivy. If yeah, I watch a movie tomorrow and she showed up in it, I wouldn't necessarily know it was her. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's not. She's got flaming red hair in it. What? As far as I'm concerned. Well, I mean, I guess I must agree with you because I don't remember some of the movies that, yeah. Been, yeah. that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. But like. She doesn't have a, a unique look to her, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. She is stunning. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. And of course, they put her in like uh, what the the Daisy white Dukes, trash, the, uh, the Daisy Dukes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the I feel like that's what made her look so good. Was like the clothes they put her in were so just like common and ordinary. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if that makes sense. I feel like because they didn't dress her up so much, that's what made her look so incredible. But that's also what kind of played against. I think like me. Well, I mean, you know, I suppose the whole movie's like pitched on this kind of like you know unreality. I mean, it's just a cornball fucking movie. But mm-hmm. you know, you've got this model. Right, mm-hmm. working as a waitress in a in a diner, <laughs> you know, it's like That's where all model come from, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and like a truck stop in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like wow. Like, what I mean, are you doing here? You know, there are not a hair there are beautiful out of place women. And I was like, all over the world. Like, Colin. You know, beautiful. Like, they do do this. Pretty girls can be common. That's very That's, true. I, they are, I've they never are. seen. I've never seen like not like you know. Well, okay, so it, not someone who has the uh, the army of uh, hairstylists and makeup. I think he means the model like uh, yeah. a, a aura around <laughs> right, her. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. how like she always like Sean point out her hair is always blowing. It's in the always model blowing. Yeah, 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 kind yeah. Of thing. I'll give it to him that. It's all guys in this movie, and they all have short hair, so you'd never know if their hair was blowing. Except maybe Nicolas Cage. You yeah. Know, that that, was that blowing. mullet was blowing that like was in Con Air. But she got, the, she got the model hair going. Yeah, all yeah. The time, yeah. Just yeah. slightly breezing back. Yeah. Yep. Keeps it out of her face, makes it look mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she plays a waitress who falls in with Nicolas Cage, who's on the run. He's a prison break. Uh, what prison, Colin? 
Well, I don't know. See, this is the question that I have for the the two of you who saw this movie for the first time. Like, what did you know about this movie going in? And should we walk around it a little bit or just dive right into what the hell's going on? Yeah, I knew nothing. I knew knew early on there was going to be some demons in this shit because because they gave it away. Yeah, Yeah. right. It it shows it shows like the post apocalyptic like everything's destroyed and everything. Like, all right, that's interesting. Yeah, but just the way they talk about certain things, I'm like, there's going to be some fucking demons in this shit. Yeah, what, something's not right. What, the, the, movie, the gun. That's what it was. First, the gun? Well, as soon as I saw Who's the, the gun, gun, I'm like, that's not normal. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be for killing some specific yeah. things. That's it's called the God Killer. The Which God is Killer. So fucking cool. It's also the, name the gun of fucking, is so awesome. The fucking name of the sword. It's like a little uh, Wonder Woman too, isn't it? Yeah, the God yeah. Killer. Yeah, yeah the God Killer. Yeah. Good name so drive angry got there first. With the yeah, so okay, would the movie have been any better if it didn't have the opening shot of the Hell Prison or whatever? I don't think it needed it. It was kind of pointless. Uh, I didn't need it. I think you did kind of need it to know where he's coming from and what his like, like to set up the supernatural boundaries of the movie. I think you kind of need. Oh, that. but that's a nicer surprise as you go on. Yeah, because yeah. the rest of the movie, right? Because if you take that that one mm-hmm. scene out, like they don't actually deal with the fact that he is a you know zombie basically mm-hmm. until like mm-hmm. the third act, mm-hmm. or it's like the end yeah. of the second act going into the third act. They're finally like, here's what's going on because he just kind mm-hmm. of alludes to like mm-hmm. I've, I've been away for a while, yeah. like I've been out of time. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what a cell phone is and my you know mm-hmm. uh, driver's license is an antique and all that's mm-hmm. supposed to i think build mystery as mm-hmm. to what's going on with his character yeah. but yeah. because you've seen you know like the the something him the, bust yeah. out of hell literally yeah, yeah. yeah. but, <laughs> on, but to be honest though like i just completely forgot about that scene i just didn't know what was going on <laughs> yeah. so i didn't put two and two together that I, him leaving no yeah. i totally didn't even make that connection no, i forgot about it entirely so was i it wonder is? if that scene was added because Probably. audiences could not keep track mm. like needed that you know what i'm saying i wonder if that was like I a wonder. test audience ad yeah i mean because it, it very well could be right i mean the way that it's written it's uh you know got william Fick, fickner fitchner fickner i've always called him fitchner before okay. but yeah. i heard people call him fickner so i don't know i say fitchner well him He's, a, he's the one best of those actor guys. in this movie. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's my favorite. Part I always get him mixed up with Gary Cole for some reason. They have a similar uh, face. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can I can never mistake Gary Cole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he was a little like more cadaverous, yeah, face, high cheekbones. Yeah. Um, but he plays the accountant. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. very very menacing name. Mm-hmm. But I guess before he's basically was it Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> before he was the autistic hitman. Yeah. yeah. He was the uh, God. I wish that was a sequel to this. The quirky. It, well, so he's death, basically, right? Yeah, he's, he's like the devil's right hand man. He, he keeps track well, of the people yes. in hell. I, yeah, no, I, I took it as that he was death. Yeah, because yeah. he kept on saying like, "I'll see yeah. you in seven when you're yeah, seventy one. He's, he's like you, the, he's like months. the reaper. Yeah, he's keeping the ledger for Satan. Yep. Yeah, that's where I'm going to put you on the books. That's a good yeah, line. Yeah. I like that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's this is the basically the dramatic uh, thrust of this or the setup, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Cage has been dead. He escapes from hell, and he's on a mission. He partners up with Amber Heard, and the accountant is chasing them, mm-hmm. and they are trying to find something before a certain time. Mm-hmm. And that's your that's the the plot of the movie. Trying right? to find the baby, mm-hmm. the baby girl, baby girl, baby girl, the baby girl. So, um, I guess, you know, it's like, how are you supposed to take this movie? I mean, it's ridiculous, right? Like, at its face. Because Nicolas Cage goes into a diner and sits down. This is the first thing, the first place he goes after, like, blowing up, like, several guys on a road who are following him around, right? Because there's cultists Mm -hmm. chasing him. Just like Cobra, there's a satanic cult about. You gotta have them. Yeah. Right? 
and he ends up at this diner, and the this the first waitress like throws herself at him because he's sure. like clearly wants nothing to do with her. So she's like, "Aren't you going to ask me what time I get off?" Yeah, right. It's amazing. And then wouldn't you love that? Wouldn't, why does she feel that way towards a, a bleach blonde vagrant who has just wandered in? Right. She works at a truck stop diner, and that's the best. Like that's the best I believe that's it. Come in there. I believe but it. That's yes. what we're supposed to get. So Nicholas no Cage you, radiates this like aura that you just kind of go like, "I got to get next to Nicholas yeah. Cage." Maybe that's a superpower you have when you bust out of hell. But I mean, does know? he? Okay, but, but <laughs> all right. So I get that the movie wants us to believe that, yeah. but like, does he have that effect? No, he on you ladies? He does not have that fucking effect, Colin. No, <laughs> no. He's, okay, he's 40, he's not, quote unquote forty-year-old Nicholas Cage. No, he's so generous. He's, he's not the goddamn panty dropper that they make him. <laughs> no, he's every not. woman is not going to fall over. I will Nick say Cage. he ever was. He's an no. odd fellow, odd-looking fellow. I, I even Nick, even Prime Nick Cage. I can't. No, but Prime Nick Cage. To, to, to the uh, credit of this kiss? movie, no, no, well, Moonstruck. Okay. To the credit of this movie, the women that are like falling all over him are not Amber Heard's age. They're more age appropriate to him. Yeah, fucking. So uh, I mean, at least they're on the same plane. As American him, you know Housewife. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not like no, Amber Heard is not falling all over for him. You know, no. which is weird, right? But that I the love lead it. girl in yeah, the movie. I love it. I love it. And the lead guy aren't like there's no sexual. Tension and I love it. it. Yeah, I love it too. I'm here for it. Just I'm platonic so partnership. Here for it. <laughs> that That's made what, me so happy. I wanted more of that. Like mm-hmm. I wanted them more like uh, a tag team. Yeah, because you get it. Uh, you get it like a little bit of it, especially when uh, what's his friend who shows up in the truck? Webster. 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 She's like the great ready to, like, David blow Morris. Yeah. Us away. Yeah. 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 Like that. I love that. Back each other up and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's a rough and tumble uh, woman. She mm-hmm. punches out several guys. I think in the course of this and movie. a girl and, and a, a girl. girl. It's I- awesome. Love it. Yeah. Here for it. Why is it yeah. awesome? It's awesome because, like, you think she's going to be victimized all, like, several times throughout the movie, and it, she just makes it, like, refuses to let herself be victimized yeah. every time, and it's great. awesome. It's great. She does get the shit beat out of her. I suppose that's what you... And that is well, upsetting. Yeah, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't <laughs> it's very uh, uh, mess with the makeup of the, you know, the perfect no, sheen of, of perfect her Perfect smoky eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sultry eyes. Yeah. I was wondering at what God. point did she get to do eyeliner at some... Oh, like, yeah, oh, no. put more on. No, she, when did Nick Cage get to put his on? Because he had a true. fuck ton on this No, movie. she's she's perfectly, like, well, washed and quaffed this entire movie. It regenerates, yeah. you know, as like, you know. Just like his eye. Yeah. When his eye grows back, his, his eyeliner grows back. back. <laughs> yep, this is the movie where Nicolas Cage, and I think this was actually, I think I read somewhere why he wanted to do the movie, because in this, uh, the season of The Witch, mm-hmm. I guess he wanted the character to lose his eye, or it was written out. It was written that way, and then they changed it. And so when he saw that this was an opportunity to do a movie where he gets his eye shot out, he was like, sign me up. That was the sole that's reason. Because that's, that's everyone's movie goal. That's how that's he it. picks movies. I want to have, have my eyes shot out. I want to do something specific, and this movie allowed me to do that. So. They originally wrote that uh, his role to be a 70-year-old man, which would have been dope. Really? Yeah. Then he just cast Tom Hackett? I, I think that they were going for someone like that, but when Nick Cage says, I want to be in your movie, you don't say no. I, don't, I imagine, true. you know, yeah. so... Right? Well, at some point, they had to pitch it to him. I mean, like, or was the script just floating around, and they're like, we can't find any good, like, 70-year-old actors. Yeah, so. who the fuck's fingerprints were on this script? I would like to know. 
Just yeah, I think it's I just mean, the two just of those. Two of them, Todd Farmer and Patrick Lussier. They were coming off of a legit hit, which was uh, My Bloody Valentine yeah. mm-hmm. 3D, which was also, I believe, made it to theaters before Avatar. If you remember around that time with, with 3D and all that, like Robert Rodriguez did a Spy Kid movie yeah. and uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And then James Cameron's like, I'm using this technology. We're coming out with 3D. We're going to outfit all these theaters. And 3D's coming back in a big way. And somehow, yep. my bloody Valentine beat, beat Avatar Thank God. <laughs> to the theaters and became like a legit hit. Yeah. That movie's dope. Yeah. I like, I like that movie. I like I love both versions of that movie. I drove all the way yeah. to Dixon yeah. and watched that shit in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't so, have it around here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was when we had to make the drive before yeah. we actually had the 3D theater installed, yeah. which we had in time for Avatar, though. Of course. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yep. right. So, of course, yeah. if these guys <laughs> resurrected 3D, well, then they got to follow that up with another 3D movie. <clears throat> so they got the, the, the call to write and direct Drive Angry in 3D. This has the same cinematographer as My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of the 3D in this film it was better than my bloody valentine i love it i'm here for it it was it's the good uh the throwing stuff at your face oh 3D. yeah that's when it's at its best Bits definitely there were some cool shots when that axe got thrown and cut like the end of Nicolas cage's <laughs> mullet yeah that i love that scene mm. and anytime the god gun gets fired is fucking awesome uh, that's true. Yeah. Well, there was a point they're doing I was, sorry, I was gonna say there was a point though where it went so long without anything in 3D. It did, and I was like, "Why is this in 3D again?" Like it just felt like they were missing an opportunity somewhere in there because mm-hmm. it went a really long time without having an effect. Well, I thought like the depth was like extremely shallow for you know, in most of the shots, so it was too. like you forgot that it, you know, just the way that you compose a thing uh, with the foreground, midground, yeah. and background, like they weren't doing it. It was all like kind of a flat. exactly. Yeah. It, it felt like. It felt like it was it was pointless in some points. But yeah. I, that's like, the kind of 3D I hate, though. You know, like I hate when it's just like a depth of field uh, because that seems like that's what a lot of movies do now. It's like nothing actually comes out of the screen at you. It's just a yeah. depth of field for the whole yeah. movie. So I hate seeing movies in 3D now. Um, this was yeah. before that became like a huge trend. Yeah. So you know, it's this movie gets a little bit more of a pass than most. But yeah. And this movie was, as we said before, shot, shot in 3D. Full title of this movie is Drive Angry: Colon Shot in 3D. Yeah. Why did they have to put that on there? Because the conversions were starting up at that point and if you remember the early mm-hmm. 3d conversions were like clash of the titans and uh oh, saw 3D that. and conan the barbarian they were like really bad to take yeah I, oh, did you see God. that in 3d no no uh, no i did not but the early ones were really bad they eventually got good at it now you make a 3d conversion and it looks you know like a movie shot in 3d yeah but back then they were yeah, really bad mm-hmm. and so they were making the distinction like fuck all of you guys we actually had the cameras and went and shot the goddamn movie in 3d yeah which is funny then because most of the 3d moments that you're talking about were like cg added in yeah. after the fact yeah yeah and that's yeah. why it's not as impressive yeah, because yeah. like there's a gun off. barrel, like the first shot, like one of the first shots is during that car chase I and Nicolas that. Cage, like slow motion, sticks the barrel of the shotgun out. And I'm like sitting there going like, that's still a ways away from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that is not, you know, hanging out over the, the yeah. screen. Yeah. And then most of the movie is shot like that. And I think they embellished it later on with like, okay, fine. There's going to be all these projectiles being. Yeah. And a lot of it's really fast too. You like, you don't get time to process it. Like this bunch of, uh, like him shooting straight at the camera, but it's also, it's all done in like real time, like, and you see it, but barely it's all quick. Yeah. It just kind of does the flinch thing where you're like, yeah, I got to blink because it felt like something was going to hit me in the face. Yes. Yeah. 
I feel like everyone's afraid to like slow mo their action because of Zack Snyder. You know, probably. I feel like yeah. people are like, "Ooh, let's not do that because of him." Yeah. Yeah. So this movie also has a cult. Mm-hmm. Led by Billy Burke. Billy Burke. <laughs> Fucking a Billy Burke. Yeah. Star, star, star of Twilight. Season two, right? <laughs> Sheriff, why, does everyone, why does everyone love Billy Burke? Sheriff Charlie Swan himself from Twilight. <laughs> he was also oh on three episodes of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. Oh god, yeah. that was forgettable. He's a care. I guess a character actor. Like uh, I, I don't really know. I don't, how his mustaches. His, his mustache. Yeah, that's he true. He could use this one. <laughs> If yeah, you've so. seen no, yeah, like if you've seen his mustache in Twilight, you want it forever. <laughs> and you want it forever because his mustache makes him look like Tom Skerritt. Yeah, you know, and exactly. He and looks he, like fucking. He looks like a local cop, and you mm-hmm. want that all the time. I've always thought that the guy he gives off like a kind of a skeevy vibe to mm-hmm. me for some reason. So I oh, thought like sure. he was perfect fucking casting mm-hmm. for this movie as Jonah King. The head of some kind of satanic cult back in the Louisiana deep woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's got like a cool, like, what did you say? The Jim Jones He's look. dressed to a T just like Jim Jones. Yeah. And he even has like the speech impediment. He's, tr- well, I should say he's trying to do the speech impediment like Jim Jones. The thing is like with the soul patch and the like his like 90s haircut, he looks like the lead singer of Train. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick yeah. Lyon, I think his name is. He really does. exactly like He's him. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like yeah. Scott Stapp. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're going for they they nailed the Jim Jones a few times. Like that one time where he has that jacket on with the collar up, that yeah. like yeah. straight up yeah. perfect. But yeah. but the silk the silk puffy shirt from oh, Seinfeld that he's wearing most of this movie yeah. is it's a like unbuttoned down the front, so you can see his gigantic right. now, uh, pentagram necklace. Every time I necklace. see someone wearing that, I just I see like Johnny Depp. Action hands. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Like, he's just about to be a pirate. This guy was <laughs> doing it that. feels like. He was doing, and he had, he like, kinda, the long yeah. fingernails, but he was doing yeah, those kind of, like, yeah, theatrical. Yeah, he kind of was. I was just yeah. like, eh, it's not working for yeah. me. Dude. Yeah. Do you remember when silk shirts were, like, a thing in the 90s? Mm-hmm. That was great. Jesus. I had one. I mean, I do, personally. I had one. <laughs> Wearing them, too. It was great. Well, did you also have the accompanying uh, femur uh, uh, walking stick? A femur cane? Femur cane? Mm-hmm. I did not. I, did. I did not. I thought no. that went with the puffy shirt. That was another Jim Jonesism. He, I don't know what? if it was a femur cane, but he had like a he had a limp and a cane. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like no, like his, awesome his, his look a, and speech impediment is literally lifted like exactly from Jim Jones, which is like. A little too much. Like, take one thing from much, Jim yeah. Jones, you know? Don't take everything and then be like, oh, but it's a different cult with mm-hmm. only, like, 20 followers. Right. <laughs> there were more than that, Michaela. It's just the, the rage and cage, like, burned them all up. Yeah. You fucking like, killed them all. There was a lot of the them naked dancing cage. at the end. Yeah. It was quite a few. Not well, in those wide shots, there was not like, many. <laughs> there's like that one girl. Yeah. yeah the one. No, those right, wide now, shots, now there run was over there. maybe we need to get 20 you in the people. Shot. Yeah, oh, those, 20 people. One yeah. naked. One one naked. naked. Yeah, yeah, like 20 people total, though, in those wide shots. Yeah. There yep. was not a lot. They were there, I'm like, spread out to make it look like it was more, but. Yeah. And there were big people. It was no so. Jonestown. <laughs> it looked like there was more. Yeah. It was no Jonestown. There was just more of them. More of them. Not more of them, just more of them. Exactly. <laughs> so this, well, this cult, right? I mean, so this is where the the what the movie's going for is they have abducted Nicolas Cage's granddaughter, the little baby, little baby, the little baby, baby girl, baby and girl. they're going to sacrifice her on a night of a full moon mm-hmm. in a place called Stillwater Marsh with by a hanging tree because it used to be a prison and they're going to kill because mm-hmm. that's what you do, right? And you mm-hmm. have this kind of apocalyptic all oh, the fires and all they killed place, his naked daughter. dancers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they killed his off daughter. the penis of a yeah of Jim Jones. Did you find it uh, kind of surprising that in their um, description of what hell is like, hell is being stuck in a hole and having a video feed 
sent to you where you watch uh, the suffering of your family. Uh, your family. Honestly, I thought that was pretty dope because that sounds effective. Like that sounds, sounds like it'd be hell. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds that sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, I just had unless you're a sociopath that goes to hell and doesn't really give a shit. Right, yeah, but they have all these suffering. like you know television screens just above. It's hell, Colin. <laughs> I mean, it might not be exactly maybe, that. No, that just might be the best yeah. way he can describe uh, yeah. it. Maybe, maybe, right. maybe, that, maybe yeah. that was his hell. It's all yeah. it's those shitty four by three TVs you see in hospitals yeah. up on that big. And it's yeah. like and blanking out a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was his hell. Maybe your hell would be spiders, Colin. Maybe. Maybe mine would be snakes in small spaces. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Did you like when they drove over the snake and killed it in this movie, Holly? I did. I did? really liked yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was weird and made no didn't matter. Symbolic. Great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I love well, when snakes symbolism. Die. I love That's when snakes right. die. Because don't forget that the main character <laughs> is baby named. Snakes. They don't deserve mm-hmm. that. <laughs> that was poor. Ba- well, uh, he is named John Milton mm-hmm. after the guy who wrote Paradise Lost. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Very I think true. that's as deep as this movie gets. Well, you notice that Nicolas Cage yeah. is always like, he's always calling the accountant out. Milton. Like, who do you think you are? Loki? Mm-hmm. I'm who like, the think- people watching this movie don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, who about. Who do you think you are? Anubis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. Who do you think you are? Wu-Tan? You're like, what the yeah, fuck no. are you talking about? Not- he's naming gods. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I get it. that, mm-hmm. but it's, but un- it's like, not effective. But, and it didn't really have any value is, to this not working, movie. working, no. Yeah. Right. There's not, it's like they want to start it back and forth where they're bickering, but it's not. But it never starts. <laughs> never starts. You're just yeah. calling them names that everyone's like, what's that? Uh, yeah, it was pointless dialogue. Well, this movie tries to land a lot of like uh, potentially awesome one-liners that yeah. kind of misfire in some bizarre way. They missed. What was that first one? It was like, you tell them I'm coming. You tell them I'm coming. I'm coming to get her. Like, it's very, yeah. it had he no effect. It's, it's like repetitive. He like should have stopped a line earlier is what it was. Yeah. Like, you tell him I'm coming. Done. Walk away. And then yeah. I think he said, like, I'm coming for that baby girl. Yeah. Because like, that was like the baby <laughs> girl. I'm coming for that baby girl. There were so many lines in this movie that, like, I felt like they were ripoffs of Tombstone. Yeah. Like, they were half, they were well, almost the there. the gravitas of Tombstone? Well, there was another one. They were was... almost there. Like, they took their favorite lines from Tombstone and just, like, tweaked it and made it a little less cool. Everything's almost there. Okay, yeah. so but I got a question. There. Is the line from Tombstone, when the two guys, when uh, Milton finally finds his old friend Webster, and they're having that kind of standoff, where each one of them yeah. has their hand on a gun? Yeah. That scene like, was fucking awesome. But what is like that one. line is like a paraphrase from another movie. The, are you just going to stand there and uh, stroke, stroke that 350? Yeah. 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 The line in is you're, you're going to tickle in, that something something. It's in a western. There's a couple in Tombstone that reminded me of that one. He goes, you're gonna, are you going to do something or you're just going to stand there and bleed? And the other one was skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Yeah. And they took So many other movies with so many better lines. Than this one, I love Tombstone. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, yeah, well, this they one tried. Was, they tried yeah, so hard. They tried. I did like the "Hell's Already Walking the Earth" line at the beginning. I liked. That yeah, one. no, that was, that was a there good was a one. couple yeah. moments. I was like, all right, that was actually yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, there. Yeah. They had a couple. There should have been more. I, I think they had the ability to do it. Th- too. It was there, man. Oh, it was there. there. It's there. Like, it's like Sean. Sean pointed point. out like three times where he could have said "drive angry." And he didn't. He this didn't. Is the movie you should do that <laughs> in. Yeah, the this is what I'm going to said it for you instead. Oh, I need them to say yeah, it. I need. I need a. What are we going to do now, Milton? We're going to drive. And then I need the camera. Angry. No, I need the camera to go from the side of the car over to the front of the car. And close up and on then his I face. Need a, I need a shift. Yeah. Drive angry. And they fucking peel out. Yeah. That's what I need in this movie. Yeah. I didn't get it. That's right. Yeah. Very angry. Denied. At least that. twice. What do we do now? I, I did like yeah. the. Uh, Isn't that Battle Beyond the Stars? 
No, that was uh, the last Starfighter. Last Starfighter. Right, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I needed. Didn't get it. I did like the um the what's he gonna do? Not let me back in line. Yeah, line. I like that. that. Was always that was good. One of my that was good. Yeah, like there were there were moments in this. I was like, that was a pretty sweet line. I like the uh, my favorite, my personal favorite, the Milton. You want a beer? I'm not going to drink a beer unless I can drink it out of Jonah, Jonah, Jonah King. King's skull. skull of there, did he say that? Yeah. <laughs> you may have. Yeah. Colin lost your his shit over that. Yeah. Skull, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Colin really lost his shit line. over that. Yeah, he was, was so like, excited about that. And then at the end of the movie, it actually does deliver on it because he does drink a beer out of this fucking guy's skull. Yeah. yeah. In 3D. He like he like sloshes it forward and like the yeah, beer sloshes in three D out of the skull. Yeah, yeah, like hell kicked it back out for him. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, that was pretty fantastic. Yeah. So it's a, like a weird mixture of lines that land and lines that don't. Scenes that seem vaguely familiar from other movies. Mm-hmm. We should really talk about the scene where he's having sex with the waitress. Can we? Can we please? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I mean, wait, oh, we would be remiss if we did that. Otherwise, that was the greatest scene him. Yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Let's, let's reverse that. Yeah, no, he's, he's not doing anything. He's okay, sitting so there smoking a cigar. <laughs> but this is just Nicolas Cage. I imagine this yeah. is like a day in the life of. They, they stop sure. at like a roadhouse type bar. And Amber Heard takes a guy back to her room and doesn't like makes him and paint makes her toenails. him paint her toenails. Yeah. That was so. I weird. think it's a. I think. Uh, well, but, if, okay. but if you're Amber Heard, like I bet she could do that. But like I bet I, in real life, she could get a dude to like come paint her nails. She could get me to do. It. I'm reading into this movie way too much, but I kind of looked at it as like she has been pretty powerless in this movie up until that point, mm-hmm. and this is like an opportunity where she sees she can exercise power over someone. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, get it girl uh, but so where did she just have na- oh cause she she took her stuff when she left him right yeah. I was like, did she just have nail polish but she did yeah. she took her stuff Um, she's in her hotel room doing that and she hears the people next door fucking really oh loud God. well he, she hears a woman being fucked I should say really loud next yeah. door a woman is fucking very loud yeah. next door yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, they do the awesome camera movement of painting through the walls and we see that it is Nick Cage literally sitting up straight smoking a cigar sunglasses fully, on fully clothed fully clothed and holding a bottle of Jack in one hand and a gun in the other yep <laughs> and she's riding him like there's no tomorrow yeah yeah this age appropriate waitress yeah. yeah yeah I'm gonna try this <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. I mean, you haven't seen anything. This is where this movie is just kind of trying to go like, we want to go to the ultimate in in excess, right? Of course. Because then that's when the cultists like pour in. And so you have a gun battle where Nicolas Cage has a naked woman straddling him while he's blasting these people away. Coming in the and taking a sw- I love that he actually stopped to take a swig yep. out yeah. of the uh, the jack. He never he sets it die. down once. He's holding that bottle the whole time. Mm-hmm. He might die. Well, I mean, he can't die, but for all we know, he might die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take a swig of that yeah. jack. Uh-huh. I liked his line too. That like she's like, "Aren't you gonna take your clothes off?" And he's like, "I never disrobe before a gunfight." And you're like, "What?" And, and that's then, when they boom. burst in. <laughs> yeah. But did it make the scene better or worse when the guy comes in with the cattle prod? Gives Cage a jolt, and it you know because he's hooked to her. <laughs> I felt it helped her orgasm. I'm just that well, didn't help the movie. Well, no, that's, that's what I was wondering. I was like, is it like is is it helping her? Or is it like hurting her? I, I don't know. I, I couldn't really tell. They should have gone for the full like 
big smile on her face. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. That would have been. I think so that's too. That's the over the yeah. line. Like, yeah. that's what you need to yeah. do. Like, I she, couldn't tell. Like, she. That's when she should have like been crazy screaming and like a right. like and a, enjoying mm-hmm. the shit out like of an, it. Uh, that yeah. would have been funny. and like an unbridled kind of way. Well, they yeah, had the audio kind of dropped out at that point because the score had taken over at that point. Yeah, like, it's true. Well, that's where like yeah. all the dubbing of her going like "fuck you, fuckers, fucking coming," you know, all that stuff is like going on in the background. But yeah, I don't know. It's right. It's like I agree. But you're I agree. pointing out a couple of scenes where it seems like it, this movie's not as well directed as it needs to be in order to actually pull off the uh, you know the the comedy bits yeah. or like go for the gold moments yeah. of over the topness. Right? They were reaching for stuff, and they're just like, we don't know how to get there. It's yeah. so close. Yeah. You can't stick the landing. No. Mm-hmm. no. But it does have the wherewithal to cast the great Tom Atkins. An awesome reveal. Mm-hmm. He only I had like it. two scenes. This time watching, I was going to say, like, like, Tom Hanks is really not in this movie. Yeah. yeah. He needs more. Could have done yeah. like yeah. 300% more. Yeah. They could have done a lot more. Well, he yeah, with had. The, he'd been in My Bloody Valentine, where he had like a pretty good part yeah. for being out of the scene for he like did. 30 years or whatever. He did. Tom he, Atkins is, of course, the guy from uh, a lot of well, early John the, Carpenter movies. He's on the wall, Colin. Thrill me. Right over there. Yeah, let's see. He's like number two on that wall. We've got Night of the Creeps. Yep. Halloween 3. Creep Show. Creep show, uh, Escape from New York. Jeez, I, 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 are these all we've done in Creep oh, Show? We're just naming movies with Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I was thinking the Maniac Cop. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Maniac, Maniac Cop. Maniac Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a Freak Show Hall of Famer. That's for sure. Damn mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Didn't yep. answer the fo- phone in this one. That's I know. No, Damn it! Didn't. But he got to say the same line that he said in My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, what? It was something like, "Will you people shut up? God damn it!" He should have yelled more. Yeah. He's a brilliant you know, there, I, I thought of this when I was watching it. You know, you, we were talking about how, like, all the women want, well, a lot of the women in this movie want to fuck Nicolas Cage, but all the women wanted to fuck Tom Atkins in Halloween 3. Like, and like that. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I mean, th- we're all playing with this kind of world in a lot of different movies where yeah. <laughs> these older men want to be fucked by But everybody. nobody compares to your. Where they're just, no. where they're just no. handing women over to well, him. Well, yeah, he's the Nobody man. Nobody compares. <laughs> You're he the is. hunter from the future? Yes. Yeah. yes. <gasps> oh, you should have been here. I had the flu. <laughs> I wanted to be here. So sad. I'm just so sad. <laughs> I'm just so sad. Oh, my God. Batman. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, there's uh, all these uh, these cultists arrayed against uh, Nicolas Cage. Like, uh, so there's some kind of like there's some they're like Satanists, right? Except the accountant seems to both excuse their being there and kind of mock the fact that they're like, you know, oh, you have a pact with Satan. He's never mentioned, never mentioned you and all this. Yes. It's, it's like that. they got the message mm-hmm. wrong. Like, if Satan wanted them to know something, they, they listened to it but didn't hear what they were supposed to be doing mm-hmm. like and decided to do shit on their own. Because when they mention, it's like, he gets annoyed when people sacrifice small children in his name. <laughs> yeah. He's basically the warden of a big prison. Yeah. He's a quiet basically. man. <laughs> yes. Well read. Well read. He's a quiet, thoughtful man. He's that well-read. was funny. That's, he, that was funny. He's, like, he's like my favorite version. character. If, if there's a version of uh, Satan that I do like, I like that version the best. He's quiet. He's well read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Fitchner's character is like, uh, I mean, he's extremely mannered and twitchy, right? It's just his performance is like Mm -hmm. always doing this kind of. Yeah, when he's describing, it's like it's like six three, forty years old, and he's got the hand, he's got the hand movements, the gestures, and everything. I like what he does with this role. I love that character. This could be a very limited role in that regard, but he does everything he can with it. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. It's great. 
It's yeah. the best role in the movie. He's got a mm-hmm. magic, magic coin. He does. Yeah. Which is just, is it just a turn into uh, an FBI badge? I know, right? It feels like what it felt to me the first time he did it was that he was flipping it to decide whether he was going to kill everybody right. or try and cover his tracks he and go along. He says something to that effect, right? That's what it feels like. It's like. your lucky night, officers. Yeah. Yes. That's what it felt like. badge. Like it flipped to the, wrong, to the other side. He's like, all right. You guys don't die today. FBI, and that's yeah. the story he goes with. That's what it felt like, and that's yeah. at least what I wanted. But he does it again, I didn't know. I wonder if that was an editing thing that, that like got switched up for audience preference, too. Like I wonder Maybe. if like they had the FBI thing once and then something else later on, and then... It feels like they should have, yeah. to show that there's mm-hmm. an opposite side of what he can do. Because right. if they do it once and do one thing, they would obviously do it again... And we're expecting one thing, but they would do a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I was waiting for. But he does it twice in a row, and I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it is just an FBI badge yeah. coin. Yeah. Because we didn't like see the other side of it. Through some guy's head later on. Two yeah, of that was two the other them, thing yeah. that he yeah. did, I think. Yeah. He was able to bounce it off a wall and kill two guys with yeah. a magic coin. So I maybe it's just a to, weapon that can do whatever he wants it to at the time? I guess. I kind of wanted like him Molnir. to flip it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> flip it, kill everybody, and then catch it. Like that would have been the other version of it. Mm. He, instead, he kind of uses it like, uh, like fucking X Men First Class, where he's just putting. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. It's very Magneto. It's very Magneto. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If he flipped it up in the air and killed everyone and then caught it, that would be a movie called Kingsman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, uh, yeah. <laughs> that Kingsman does shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, in addition, so the the only thing I can kill the accountant is the aforementioned God Killer. God Killer. How did this you walk is out a with the gun. Killer. Yeah. It's a gun that like uh, was taken from hell. Hell itself. So Satan's just got this in a box. I think he got it from. Um, I think he got it from somebody. Like he acquired it. Uh, this is my backstory. I'm putting into okay. this. Like, somebody made right. this for this purpose, but he obviously realized that you know if you get uh, what does Nick Cage say? If you get shot with this, is like there's no heaven, there's no hell. You just cease to exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was obviously something created to kill people like. Uh, Fickner or even the devil himself and the devil knew about it and acquired it so it was in a safe mm. place so he always had it in hell well yeah. it gets put to good use later on in one of the couple awesome scenes in the movie which I love this stuff like, you know when they're actually because there's like this big magic ring that comes off of it yeah and it actually does like blast people into RVs that explode and all. <laughs> I mean it's got like some you know they, the movie does give it some kind of power which it does cool. especially when they hit the uh, um, what is it, Jonas King later on? Mm-hmm. His reaction to it is great, I think. He's just like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and he gets fucking sucked into a circle. Yeah. That's how... That's that what was almost an that was that was vortex, but the power vortex or whatever. Yeah, from fucking... Uh, uh, oh, Monster was. Squad. Yes, that's yeah. it. That's what I was going for. Monster <laughs> Squad. <laughs> that's what he gets sucked into. Were you... Uh, I was. Impressed twice. by, disappointed by the visual effects in that scene or other... Disappointing scenes within the movie. Disappointing. They were what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. So like I think, but I the think guy that's melting what... at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark still blows away this guy melting as he's being you know stripped of all of his I skin. Disappointed. I think that's what they were going for though. Like, yeah, I, I feel like this movie like, knows what it is. If you yeah. look, if you look at the truck that he's driving, the when he drives the hydrogen the truck, the hydrogen truck, and <laughs> yeah. like they weren't going to try any harder than what we saw on screen purposefully, and that's fine, mm-hmm. but. That's not a truck driving through shit, and it looks like a fucking Windows 95 graphic of something doing mm. shit. I'm just like, all right, I know that's what they wanted to do, but okay. Mm-hmm. I know they're you know limited in what they can do, and they use that to their advantage throughout the movie, but okay. 
Do you feel like you saw fifty million dollars on screen? Fifty million? Was that the budget for this movie? Mm-hmm. They should have done better. That's for some <laughs> no of the way. Stunt work, I assume. Well, this is all thing. the classic cars they had to put in this movie. Yeah, because there are like a lot of a lot of really cool. The only cars in this cars. movie are classic right. cars. Yeah. Like, that's it. But I suppose this is also what you expect from a movie called Drive Angry that you're going to have a lot of like you know Road Warrior style. Well, maybe not the you know uh, Vanishing Point style uh, stunt I want, work. I want shit like in. Metal Storm, where we th- I thought someone was going to die in that movie because yeah. he got run over by a fucking stunt car. That's what I wanted in <laughs> this that, movie. That's the thing. In this 2011, movie, man. Uh, not going to happen can't kill people But anymore. you can tell that they're pulling their punches because a lot of, yeah. even the driving scenes, when you're inside the car, the dialogue scenes, it's clearly green Clearly screen. green clearly. screen. Or anything else is shot super close. And most of the stunt work, it seems like, is helped out by, or cheated with some kind of like, I mean, it just, I don't know. Does it 50 million? Mm-hmm. It's for all those Jesus. fucking computer visual That's effects. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> 50 million. Oh Nick Cage's got debts he's got to pay off, man. He's got like <laughs> yeah. 30 million. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Is he the most expensive thing he, I, he, he had, had to pay off? Been, right? The Cage? Like, yeah. Yeah. 50 million. Because mm. you I'm, know, I'm like, I'm Billy incensed. Burke is doing it for like a six pack and a sandwich, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, Tom Hanks is doing it for a six pack and a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And a trench coat. You know? Yeah, it's just like I lost my other one. I only have this shirt. Mm-hmm. Give me a trench coat. What was that shirt he was wearing? Oh, it's uh, you can buy the shirt Tom Atkins is wearing this movie because I own it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that before. It's yeah. called uh, Spoiled. I think it's called the shirt. Um, it's from Threadless, and it literally just has a bunch of movie spoilers from all different movies on the front. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has oh, like like good. going back to like Soylent Green, like all kinds of movie spoilers. It's people. Like, it's ev- people. Yeah, it's, it is. I know. I'm just it's, it's, it's any major movie spoiler you could think of, like up to like 2010, is on that shirt. Mm. He's dead the yeah. whole time. Yep, that's on there. Yep. Rosebud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, Let's just spoil a bunch of movies right now. Oh, no, 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 no. There's shit. unsuspecting well, people yeah. out there. Oh, um, Jack Nelson turns into Well, aside from... Uh, uh, oh, Michelle Fiverr turns into world. Okay, so we should probably, I guess, talk about some of the, the rip-roaring action in our movie called Drive Angry. Mm-hmm. There's a chase scene between a Challenger and an RV. That is joint. This is one of, like one of the centerpiece. Like, Was there a chase scene before that? For the RV, yeah, before because that was like the that seemed like that was a big one in the middle of the movie. Yeah, it was a Charger. I mean, there was just that like what I say, Challenger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. It was the Charger, the Charger versus the RV versus like three other cars Mm -hmm. that come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. There's fights going on in the Mm -hmm. RV. There's people jumping out the back of the window. Onto the oh, that was mm-hmm. if that had been an actual charger. stunt, that would have been great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was that, not that bitch that got that looked like a uh, fucking social worker that got hit by the car. <laughs> oh, that yeah, was her. funny. That was funny. Oh, the cult members. Oh yeah, there's a fight yeah. for the there's a fight for the fucking baby in the back of that the thing. Baby, yeah, baby, baby girl. <laughs> it's girl. funny because the social workers like out there like <laughs> like po- like Point Break style like. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna hit shit. I'm just angry. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I think she gets like thrown out of the. Was she thrown out? Of, she was thrown out of one I think of the she was cars. Thrown out the back of yeah. the RV, I think, at one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amber Heard kicks her out. Oh yeah. But yeah. The movie has a lot of like. I mean, there's some, you know stunt work like cars going through burning things, being lit on <laughs> fire, you. fire cars. Yeah. There's several cars, cars that on fire. There's floating, there's several cars that like flip for no reason. There's some good stuff where I think uh, a car, they're, they're on a bridge during that point, and a car drives over Nick Cage, and he like, yeah. shoots the gas thing out the back, and it's... Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. awesome. One. That yeah. was like my favorite stunt. Yeah. That was a really good one. Yeah, but like even that. there, like how much of that was uh, enhanced? 
a lot. Yeah. A lot was enhanced, it felt like. <laughs> I know. It kind of, I don't know. It, I guess it's, it doesn't feel pure, Colin. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if that makes sense. It doesn't feel pure. It doesn't yeah. feel pure. It I, doesn't. I liked the opening when after he killed those five guys, he that car blew up and he slow mo walked away from it. Like that, I mean, was, that was like a I cliche mean, that I love to see all the time. I mean, so. you gotta, yeah. right? Yeah. You gotta. Yeah, great. that scene was great. That was a great way to start the movie. What was, um, aside from the Chevelle, what was the other car? There's like a uh, the Charger. Mm-hmm. The Chevelle. I can't What's remember the blue one? one. Yeah, right. Oh, the the one that he didn't take? Yeah. That, uh, wasn't that a Mustang? Because at some point you have the opportunity, right, when your, your good car has been shot out, the bad guy's yeah. killed it. Your mechanic buddy who shows up is sure. like, well, you can take this car, you can take this car. This it, is the, the one that I, I buried yeah. you in. Or they didn't the really show it, but I think it was a Mustang. That yeah, scene was awesome. I would hope it was. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be in that position of like your friend mm. just unveiling two pristine muscle want? cars? I mean, like, which one do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, hey, I know Ned. you're probably going to go on a suicide mission and kill this poor car, but might as well go in style. Yeah. But here's this flawless Chevelle. Do you want mm-hmm. it? Do you want this car? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. As a matter of fact, uh huh. This beautiful cherry That's why I would red just color. Drive off and be like, I'm yep, keep she was car. a pretty one. Yeah. Now he's got a new baby. <laughs> Keep baby girl. babies. Baby girl. That's a baby girl. Baby yeah. girl. Where's baby girl? <laughs> what are you talking like? Okay. It doesn't get old, though. Baby girl. Baby girl. Because it's he doesn't speak that the... quick ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also, I mean, it is the very, like, uh, modulated, taciturn Nicolas Cage, where he just, most of his performance seems to be him standing around. Staring at fire barrels? Kind of, yeah, what's he doing? He's like trying to get this like hulking kind of pose, you know? Yeah. Legs are spread apart and he's standing there, his arms are out, you know? He's it's like a, a gunslinger guy, or something. He's not a big guy. So it doesn't really work, I don't think. Is he supposed to look intimidating, creepy? When he's, when he's looking at the barrel? Well, he does it at several any times, though. Anytime, um, like, he's just standing there. Because he's looking at fire because he's remembering that he's got to go back there. Yes. That's why. I don't think there's supposed to be any intimidation level coming out. No, of he's, he's just, just thinking. Like, I gotta go back. He's thinking about that he has to go back to hell. Yeah, in that scene. But yeah. I think he mm-hmm. was also standing in that pose at the motel and possibly outside the diner. Well, I think most know. scenes. He was <clears throat> yeah. just kind of standing there. Maybe. I don't remember. The, the only one I remember is the barrel. Never getting above a, a, a horse whisper in yeah. this movie. He's nope. very quiet. <laughs> no crazy cage yelling. God damn it. I know. Yeah. Missed opportunity. <laughs> like he never, got, he never got like the cage crazy eyes. I wanted mm-hmm. the cage crazy eyes. You know, he only had one eye for half the movie. Oh, right. <laughs> it didn't look crazy <laughs> enough. I wanted it crazy. Why the other car was a... Yeah. <laughs> that. I want some emotion out of you, Nicholas Cage. Is that what's wrong, right? He had already gone past that point in his career where he got mocked for doing all that stuff. So he's so. like, I'm going to play a badass. Yeah. And so I'm just going to dial this way down and talk like this one. Yeah. You want to come take uh, take me on? Yeah. Try it. That's not what I want. I think I'm he's just want. thinking I need to pay off all those castles and tombs I bought. And yeah, yeah, but is he not? Is he, he's willing to take and a chance on the subject fuck. matter of the movie, which yeah. is like batshit crazy, but he's not maybe willing to. But he loves that shit. He, he loves supernatural crazy. stuff. He's all about that and in his movies. Why doesn't he like dedicate himself to like being crazy cage? Where's that, Raging Cage? I, I, think, I, know, I, think he, I think he saw himself as like the lone cowboy in this movie, you know? Like, he I, I, I thought he was a cowboy. Yeah. It's not what I want. Uh, you know, he's, more money to see, he's, like, he's seeing himself as Clint Eastwood, not Jack Nicholson. I'm not me. You know? I'm me. From, like, fucking face off. He's, he's he like, thinks, takes a lot of drugs, and he's just like, he thinks I want to take his face? No, he thinks he's, like, <laughs> fucking Dirty Harry in this. He, You know, he's that, like, no more drugs. chill Clint Eastwood. I don't want... Fuck that. 
I know. I know. I agree. But that's that's what he thought he was. The other car was a Buick Riviera. The blue one? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yep. Uh, the 450 or the Hemi? No, okay. Uh, so <laughs> I think you said 454, but uh, yeah. 454. Yeah, that's what it is. Just maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just maybe me. This movie is like the. Crow. I didn't know Buick was balling back in the day with oh, fucking, well, yeah. fucking in the 60s, awesome cars. Was, man. That's very true. The, yeah, the Buick uh, 60. No, whatever. Uh, the, the Buick 88? No, the Buick 60. Uh, whatever. I'm giving up. Uh, so it's like <laughs> the Crow, right? Where the guy comes back from the dead. He's got this mission. He's got to avenge yes. somebody. Yes. And then by the end of it, he's going to go back to hell. But at the end of the movie, he rescues the little girl, and then it's like, here, Amber Heard, you're her new mama. Congratulations. Amber Heard would be like, I don't want a fucking kid. Yeah, well, I don't know what the hell (laughs) she she was doing in the movie, to be honest with you. I mean, what else does she have at this point? Doesn't mean she wants a kid. Yeah, it doesn't mean a lot of people in the world want to do anything. So now she's running from the law with a child? She's put in a position where she, like, clearly doesn't know, you know, like, I mean, he gives her a firearm, and so she blasts away these cops, and the cops are shooting her. I was going to say, I felt conflicted at this point. I'm just like, ooh, what are we doing? Like, shooting the police? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, but like she said, she literally said, and I'm sure they did this to cover this exact, that exact thought, is they just shoot, they just started shooting at us with I mean, no warning. Like, didn't no put your hands up, no nothing. That's just open true. fired on civilians. And they may have had the accountant's Jedi mind trick. Yeah, that's right? possible. So they may be. They may he have did been a in good talking up before they went in there. That's mm-hmm. very true. Yeah, which then renders her not morally responsible for her actions. But I don't know. I took it like, well, she just because even Nicholas Cage was like, he comes up over the top of the planter and he's got his gun. He sees it's a police officer. He's like, oh, yeah, he's stopping. Yeah, and he's going back like, to hell no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, not, and he keeps How reminding her Nicholas Cage that she's a cop. To not killer. shoot those police, yeah, and let her do it. Now she's going to hell, right? Yeah. Because then he's like, "Well, I got to go like on this suicide run to rescue. Do you want to come along?" And she's like, ah, "There's nothing more in my life I'd rather do than ride along with you and drive angry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I want, Colin. I'm trying to give it to you Why right here. Why is this not in this movie? Why is that not the thing? Go for it. Your uh-huh. movie's called Drive Angry. Yep. Come on. With the hope that by the end of this, I'll have a little baby girl. I'll have to take care of on my own. Baby girl. Yep. Baby girl. <laughs> You're, you're kind of doing Raising Arizona right now. I just want to let you know that. You're just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the movie that, uh, you know, maybe the sequel was going to be where uh, Nicolas Cage partners up with the accountant. Oh, this God. This is the movie I wanted. That's the movie I want. I want that buddy cop I want cop more of a movie. playful yeah. Yeah, buddy cop thing between yeah. those two. Cops from hell. Yeah. But were you <laughs> thinking that there was going to be more of a conflict between these two characters? No. Or, no? Mm-mm. Dude's just trying to do his job. Yeah. I think Nick Cage recognizes that. You yeah, know, it's not, I nothing mean, personal. Like, le- like leading up to it, you think like, oh, there's gonna, there could be like a confrontation. But then when they actually co- like are confronted and he's got Amber Heard, I'm like, okay, he's, they're really just gonna like call it truce until this is over. Uh, yeah, yeah. And especially when he drives through all the cops at that point, you kind of get the feeling that he's trying to help him, yeah. or at least trying to like. For his own benefit, he's trying to help. Like, he really doesn't give a shit about what it's, what's happening around him. He just he's like, if you lose, I win. If you win, I win. Yeah. So. He's like, I'm just here for you. I don't care what's happening. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he plays it very well. Mm-hmm. He does. Mm-hmm. It's the best part. He yeah, just, he's great. Could have just gone and waited for him at the place. Nicholas Cage would have got there and would have eliminated but the would whole he, chase. Would he have gotten there? 
He's going to help him. He would have got stopped. Oh, that's true. He that's yeah, the reason right. why he helped him. He says it yeah. in, in, uh, explicitly. He says it. Yeah. So that's why he helped him. I did love the part where the accountant flips over the bridge and two stoner kids come across him. This <laughs> 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 is a great comedic scene of like. You think anybody's in that thing? <sighs> <laughs> And then the accountant busts out, <laughs> knocks him down with the door flying off. That kid should have been fucking dead. Yeah. That would have been better. I, li- I liked his general like interest in the whole situation. He's like, I'm curious, and I don't get curious. <laughs> and then I for the rest of the that. movie, he keeps on saying, I'm curious. Tell me about this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved his interest in the situation. Like, I think he just like genuinely likes him. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reason he's prolonging everything. <laughs> and I like how the accountant tells one of the stoner kids, I'll see you when you're 73. You I'll see in three months. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what, what did I do? <laughs> I kind of got the impression you were saying, what like, does that well, mean, man? Yeah, because you were you were saying like you don't understand why he didn't just show up at the end. His little tidbit where he's like, um, where he's like, Satan is um, annoyed by people that sacrifice children. Yeah. I think the entire reason that Nicholas Cage got out in the first place was because Satan wanted to stop this stupid cult. Oh, quite good point. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I think he's like, all right, I'm going to let you go because you're going to kill these people and they annoy the shit out of me. Right. Yeah. But he got out with the God killer. Yeah. There you go. Why so? Yeah, I think he. I I mean, I'm sure it helps when you're trying to. Could he have killed uh, Jonah King regularly? Well, uh, if we're just listening to what Jonah King says, somehow he's protected. Yeah, uh, I think, and so he needed the God Killer to kill yeah. him. Even though I, I'm I'm sketchy on how that works in the, yeah. in the context of this movie, I think felt, this felt almost like, Constantine-ish. No, I, yeah. I think that I think that he was let out, and not only that, but it may have been purposeful that it was his granddaughter that was taken. Like it was Maybe. all to, it was I all feel, to stop these people. I might agree with you, and I think uh, the devil and Nicholas Cage had a conversation that mm-hmm. William Fickner was not. Uh, privy, to? privy to, yeah. That's why he doesn't know how he yeah. got out. It's like, how did you get out yeah, with I th- that? I mean, especially he's not going to tell him. And I think like they made a deal. And that's yeah. why he got out. Mm-hmm. Especially because mm-hmm. they like made they made him sound like so casual and so like cavalier about things. Like yeah. I think he let him out. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah. And I think that works better for uh-huh. that character. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Nice, Holly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Tying it all in. All right. Uh, does that so, bring us uh, to the end of Drive uh, Angry? Is people there get shot on there? and uh, sucked into holes. Yep, which yep. was fantastic in three fucking dimensions. It was great. And then they drive off in a sweet old car. Yeah. So many beautiful cars. In a movie. better attitude yeah. that I wanted Nicolas Cage in for the whole movie. Like He was kind of, he was. I don't know. He was, he was giving upbeat. no fucks at that point. No fucks at that point. That's what it was. He had no fucks at that point. Yeah. I mean, I realized he would feel that way after everything was done and yeah. he was drinking His beer. His granddaughter's out of the skull. safe. Everyone's good. Sure. But mm-hmm. like that, someone a little more, a little more higher energy. Yeah. Throughout the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. I think that would have been better. I mean, the role again, was written for a seventy-year-old man. That's very true. So, <laughs> you know, Atkins in that maybe, shit. Maybe, maybe that's how Cage is playing it. You know, even though they he generously called him forty. Well, yeah. <laughs> Around forty, six three. I'm sorry, <laughs> Nicholas right. Cage has not been forty for what? A while. 15, 30 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> man is old as fuck. He still looks good. Surprisingly. I like but the way that he's going through the. Mo- the he's going through middle age right now with uh, mom and dad. The movie Mom and Dad. <laughs> yeah, we're cage playing mom and dad. <laughs> going through middle age. Yeah. at sixty, middle age cage. He's uh, like fifty five or. Did we mention he has a blonde mullet in this movie? I think so. How old is like, Nicholas Cage? See, see, that's how crazy this like, movie is, yeah. is that we didn't even think the, like about his blonde mullet that much. Was you know? the, why? Was that weird? <laughs> <laughs> that was an actor's choice right there. We're going to be blonde. Long hair and blonde. Is that a mullet? 
I mean, I mean it it's like, like it's like a skullet because it's like it, it, it wasn't you know? the what do you call it the party or there's office, no party well yeah, yeah his, party his hairline has yeah. receded so much there is no yeah. party in the yeah, front I don't, I don't, oh, yeah. speaking of hairlines he's only 54 we forgot to mention the bad wig oh the wig <laughs> oh the wig he looked like, like Conway Twitty wig, he looked right? like Conway, Conway Twitty yeah yes, Sean, he did. <laughs> Sean's looking at us like he doesn't know what the fuck we're talking Wait, about you the bad wig no, no, the bad wig the guy in the chapel the, the random wig. guy in the chapel oh, <laughs> yeah that guy it is like one of the worst just, mi- you know wigs in movie watched, history I, I was watching a lot of uh, Billy Joel music videos lately that hair oh, is straight from a Billy Joel it's Billy Joel hair it's Billy Joel hair straight from a Billy I was watching it for the longest time yeah. Oh There's four my guys God. in that music video that have that hair. But it's, and like, it's weird. It's but uptown it, girl hair. Yeah, it really is. Oh, but it's that like era. plastic and doesn't move. Yeah. Like Billy Joel That's hair. what it was. <laughs> no, but this wig is like. Oh, it's bad. So it's obviously bad. Bad. It doesn't fit this guy's face. Yeah, no. his like it's, it's too far down. And, yeah. Oh, it's bad. Right, it comes, yeah. It's yeah, so it's bad. Yeah, his brow well, line I, is I real don't know low. why. Unless. Oh, Unless like it's, it's real. I mean, like, yeah, but that ain't no, real. Unless it's not it's real. real. No way. But, I mean, if the guy is bald, why, why put would him you in put that? Why put that? Yeah. Why take that time? Put that wig on. That has to be real. There's no because reason. It looks so There's bad. No That's what I'm saying. There's no reason There's to put no him reason. in it. Yeah. Why is like it's adding like, to the why, cheese factor of this movie? Like, like, why would you take an extra and be like, oh, he needs a wig? That makes no sense. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah, that's why gotcha. it's got to be real. I gotcha. No, it has maybe to be. that no. extra. Has to be. Maybe no. that. Sometimes when you're an extra, they ask you to bring your own clothes and your own wardrobe. That was sometimes his choice. Happens, maybe he brought that. But I think and the director's that so bad had, that he just no, didn't no. say, you're not fucking wearing that goddamn. No, I think this man has this hair and he was picked out from these extras like, Yes, that is your hair. You're in this fucking movie. It's a bold choice, man. Here. Yeah. If I saw that guy, I'd be like, this movie is called Drive Angry and you're in it. Yeah. Get up here. Mm. Totally. I think, it, okay, if it is a wig, it's it, is, totally the, a it wig. is the worst nah. wig I've ever seen. Uh, I, 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 it is totally a horrible wig. One of the worst wigs. I'm agreeing no. with you, Mikhail. Yeah. One of the worst wigs in ever. cinema history. Like ever. Yeah. If you are this actor, please write in and tell us yeah. what your hair Tell us about your hair journey. Beautiful, luxurious hair. Your hair journey. That was the scene where we think the Scorpio from Predator Two was. Oh yeah, yeah. Old man, uh, yeah. Old man Scorpio. Old man Less Scorpio. Drugs. He's on the downfall. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> oh, I think on that note, okay. So uh, we want you to stick with us, listener, because what we're going to do, we're going to we go got around, angry, if nothing else. Yeah, that's right. There, there's <laughs> probably angry. more of that to come because Sean's back with us this week, and he may. Uh, I, am I bring the, am I bringing the anger? He might Is that my angry. thing now, where I get angry at shit? Hey, just don't understand. <laughs> This movie! <laughs> You're pretty angry, yeah. Uh, Sometimes you get angry because <laughs> yeah. they, uh, it's not my It's their fault. Yeah. I, well, yeah. we don't know how this is going to go because uh, every week it's a toss-up. <laughs> some of us might like Drive Angry and some of us may hate it. I know you're waiting to find out. I am on pins and needles, and I kind of have. I don't think this is uh, going to be a love fest. I don't think everybody hates it, but I think we may have dissenting opinions this evening. We're going to find out when we go around the room. But first... We're going to answer some of your mail that you write into us by summoning our mailman, Igor. (laughs) Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. He put on his blonde mullet wig, too. He's got a skull cup, too. Do you see that? Why does he look better? That's pretty good, Igor. Yeah. I like it. We just need to hope he doesn't find our god killer, you know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> mm. 
Who's he going to kill? <laughs> we don't have any gods down here. Well, it's mm. probably all of us. What are you talking <laughs> are about? Are we the gods? We are the gods. Are we to his him? gods? Yeah. Oh, all right. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so, uh, oh, we should remind people you can write in and find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Freak Show. On Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. By email. Saturday Freak Show Yahoo.com. Or on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. We hope you'll write in. Like we said, we, you join the fa- the Saturday Night Freak Show. Dude, Jesus. The Saturday Night <laughs> Jesus. Freak Show Saturday family. Night. You've only been doing this for six years, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Falling all over myself. Uh, so, first of all, we hear from Dom Cree. Hey, what up, Dom? What up? He says, I don't think I've fallen in love with a female actor since Rachel Lee Cook, and she is all that, but oh, man, Cook. Amber Heard. I love that you brought back She's All That. I agree I with both say, of those statements. I'll take the Rachel yeah. Lee Cook over Amber Heard. Well, he says, regarding the movie itself, if you can't fit this crap into 45 minutes or less, you're kidding yourself as a filmmaker. One of you guys needs to gift me four ninety nine out of four ninety nine for the amount I paid for this on iTunes. That was brutal. Although I stand by my previous comment that Amber heard. Uh, even she couldn't save this. Hey, we didn't make you buy this. <laughs> yeah, that was your choice. Yeah. He's playing that along That was your choice. Yep. He is, he is. is. Is he gonna turn on me now? Is he gonna start liking Sean and hating me now? He like, we're best friends. <laughs> me and Dom are like buds That's right, Dom. Michaela. He's, 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 he's meeting me on yeah. Twitter and we're like, bros well, forever. Like, clearly you, he you and me, Dom. Dom, you wanna be my ride or die? <laughs> clearly he you and me, Dom. Clearly he hasn't gotten to Sphere. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also wants to know why we haven't reviewed The Punisher with Dolph Lundgren. Uh, uh, why that might we? show up. Hmm. That might show up at I, some point. You okay. know my love for Dolph Lundgren. It, might show up at some it runs point. deep. Uh, Nick Hammond writes in and says, too much cage, too soon. Hey, I don't understand that. So the wicker man to know. Yeah, but I don't think that's a thing. Oh. I don't believe <laughs> I don't, you know I don't believe We know that. how Nick feels about Nick Cage. We get it. We know. I know. I, I'm, I'm immune to work on it, dude. <laughs> work on it. Uh, Drew Scott writes in and says, "Yes, more Nick Cage." Yeah, I, that I can get on board uh, with. There's plenty the to choose opinion. from. Uh, Andrew John writes in and says, "Oh hell yes, Nick Cage and Tom Atkins in the same movie." Yeah, <laughs> I love Nick Cage and my girlfriend despises him, but this movie is so much fun that even she likes it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Are they in the same movie? Are they share a scene at all? No. Like, actually in the same frame. I'm not even I sure that Nick Cage shares the same frame with people he's in this movie with. Because some of the stuff, in 3D especially, looks composited. Like yeah. him and William Fitchner yeah. at the end in the car? Yeah. I don't think they were there. And him in the, the booth in the, uh, the diner? Been. I don't think he was actually there. Think yeah. of all the shots where he was in the diner. It's just him in the corner. Do you and th- everything else yeah. is composites. Do you think he was like, I'll do this, but only if you can come to my house and film it? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Probably. I'm not going to Georgia or yeah. wherever you should. Yeah. to my castle in like France or whatever property. He All those properties he owns. See? Yeah. I don't understand. His weird haunted house in New Orleans. That's yeah. probably where he was like, come to my New Orleans house. See, we're all excited. I don't understand Nick Hammond's cage rage. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it at all. Especially because there's so much out there that is so much There's worse. so much. Like... There's a lot of bad cage, like Some worse than this. People you just don't like. Uh, about our episode, your the hunter from the future, your. Chris Huddleston writes in. See heads ball. <laughs> he says uh, that he was. Uh, oh, we were talking about uh, movies that we uh, we love that other people hate, and movies that we hate. Oh that other people love. yeah. He said he agrees with Nick. House of a Thousand Corpses is pretty good, but I don't get the appeal of the Devil's Rejects. Was, oh shit! How dare you? But he says he agrees on. 
on Scott Pilgrim. It's Edgar Wright's only misstep in an otherwise stellar career. How dare you as no, well? No, Sean, Fuck. no, you do not speak for no. the rest of us on that. How Fuck dare Scott you? Pilgrim. Well, I hate gets, Scott Pilgrim. Why do people hate this movie? I hate that worse. movie. The movie's it? trash. He says he loves the village in Prometheus, but he hated Inception. It was not a what? Fan. He was not a fan of the Dark Knight or Aliens. Seahuds, what, what are you doing? What are you? What are you doing to me? Wait, I all right, repeat everything you said. I okay, want to go by this step by yeah, step. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, no, let's movie. break this. No, down. movie by okay, movie. You're gonna have to do this, unfortunately, on Facebook because no, 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 like, no. no. He wrote right. like a novel in. No, so just name off the movie. Oh, okay. Okay, it was the village, right? Oh, the village is great. Village in Prometheus. The village is great. Hate the village. Uh, he would prefer Prometheus over Aliens. Oh Jesus, no, man! No, I, mean, I enjoy Prometheus for what it is. And but I think that's that it. of the Chris Nolan things he's saying, he hated Inception. Fuck that's you! Not good. <laughs> and he really didn't care the Dark Knight. He thinks it's inferior to Batman Begins. Fuck you! Nope. Nope. <sighs> that is a hot take. I will say. Oh my god! No, no, I'll say and- Batman Begins is a better Batman movie, and Dark Knight is an awesome Joker movie. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. That's that's. But the Dark Knight is a better movie. I think Dark Knight's a better movie. Dark Knight's a better movie. Batman Begins is a stellar movie. Yeah, it's a stellar yeah. movie. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Movie. yeah. Stellar yeah. Movie. I'm not saying yeah. it's not a great movie. It's a, yeah, it's a really. I good like Batman the entire movie. trilogy. I like them all. They're all good. I like them all. But no, Dark Knight is a better movie, and Inception fucking rocks. Village is amazing. Forget all you people. That's an amazing. That's stupid. Okay, the village. The village. No, the village has elements that I enjoy, but overall, the only person that ever gets out is a fucking blind girl. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's so good. It's it's got like a hat. What is it? Two hour movie. An hour of it's really really good. Roger Deakins shot the shit out of that. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks really good. Yep. So the elements. It's a beautiful movie. Okay, so Sea Huds. I think you're skating on thin ice here. Good guy. That was You should actually go. You got to go, Sean. Check out our Facebook because Chris is making a case for several films. You should join in the conversation on Facebook. But he keeps talking about, or somebody keeps talking about things that we're watching, and I'm just like, I can't. You're gonna have to show me because I'm not on Facebook anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. About our episode from. Beyond the Grave, That's which we did a while ago. Richie YW says it's a great movie. Amicus made about six or seven of these from 1965 to 1975. They're all like this mysterious tales with great plots. What movie was this? From Beyond the Grave. I don't think it was I like was a multi part horror movie uh, with Peter Cushing in it. I think Donald Pleasance was in that was one. Wasn't it like an anthology? Oh, yeah, it's an anthology. Wait, no, I have seen was that, I but I, I would. I don't remember if you were not. Peter Cushing owns this store. I was here for that. Yeah. Well, is it, does it go by another name? <sighs> Didn't, isn't so. Donald Pleasant okay. and his daughter? And his daughter, yeah. Okay, no, in. I was here for that. That was, a, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was just discovered. <laughs> yeah. And Sean's going, was I here for that? I, I think, think you were. No, I, I, so. I don't think Sean okay. was here. This may have been my year of absence. Well, that's no, true. When you're on sabbatical. No, I was here. Yeah, you were here for my year of absence. No, I you? wasn't. I thought you were. No. No? No. I don't remember. God damn you, Sean. <laughs> As they try to figure this out. <laughs> Were you? I was not. No. We will be going there. Fuck you. <laughs> Wrap-ups. So, so we're going to go so. around the table. We're going to find out what everybody thought of Drive Angry. Colin. Yeah, Sean. Uh, what did you think of this movie? Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with Drive Angry, I think. Like, there's sometimes I watch it and I kind of go, this movie is just bug nuts insane in all these kind of over-the-top awesome ways. And then, like, I mean, it's even while I'm watching it sometimes, you sit there and go, like, this movie's really bad. And then you go, like, but 
that's awesome and that this is really bad but that's awesome and we're like it's a really schizophrenic experience that i have i think i don't know if the movie's schizophrenic because i think it does have a tone that's consistent for the entirety of its running time it kind of it is like this mashup of like you know where this comes from this does i know why uh roger ebert's on, quoted on the uh the box a pull quote he from is. his uh review that says it's so jaw-droppingly excessive that even Quentin Tarantino might send flowers. That's Roger Ebert a great in his quote. review. Yeah, I don't agree with that's it, a but, great, but the reason quote. that he's saying that is because this movie seems like it's inspired by the whole uh, grindhouse seventies grindhouse uh, throwback that Tarantino and Rodriguez started, or I suppose Quentin Tarantino did, just by incorporating all these seventies mm-hmm. uh, you know icons and movie tropes in his films. So this seems to be, I mean, I guess that's what it is. It's a uh, you know like they saw. Um, we mentioned this movie before too, Race with the Devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh, Warren Oates and Peter Fonda are in an RV and they witness a sacrifice. sacrifice yeah. You know, and then they get chased by cultists across. The- so it's kind of like a road movie and a satanic thriller, which is kind of like what this. And the the, the odd thing too about this is that it takes place like mostly during the day. You know, for oh, it's not it really like a horror movie, it's but it's dealing with like the supernatural. And I suppose like, I mean, the accountant is for all intents and purposes, a demon. You know, it's like a low key supernatural um, it's a low key horror chase. No, or it's like a chase movie. With- there are so many parts in this. And I was like, this is a fucking episode of Supernatural. It's an episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Well, that may be because of the techniques that are used now to, that are the, the the digital cinema techniques, right? That are used to well, and partly make because these movies there's just an, like there's uh, an entire season of Supernatural where they're driving around in their really cool old car and they're like chasing death. Isn't oh, it? Yeah. It's like oh, an entire whole season show. I mean, Pretty much, no. I mean, like actual death, like oh, yeah. the like the Reaper. Yeah, nice. It's like a whole season. Sorry, I'm continuing. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, for what it is, I think, you know, overall, I enjoy it more than I dislike it. You know, I am aware. I guess that's the thing. I go into it, you know, being aware that it's bad. You know, Uh, it's not quite bad enough to be awesomely funny, but it has some moments where you're like, it still feels like a good time. Like, I guess it's because the things that it does where it wants to be awesome are still kind of awesome. You know, it's like it pulls those off. So you go like, well, that was awesome. And then like every once in a while, there's a bad line. And you're like, that's awesomely bad. And then, you know, that kind of thing. So I think, uh, you know, I mean, I feel bad for, for Dom for like shitting all over the movie. But it is, kind, you know, that or sorry that it was a bad experience for you. But I think uh, if you go into it, you know, with a certain, uh, you know, frame of mind, maybe, you know, you can uh, you can enjoy the hell out of this movie. I mean, it's got beautiful girls. It's got Nicolas Cage, I guess, you know, being Nicolas Cage yeah. to a certain extent <laughs> or whatever that yeah. cult of personality brings with him. <clears throat> You've got uh, devil worshiping cults. You've got, uh, you know, the Grim Reaper and you've got pretty competent, cool chase scenes and start work and road porn, car porn. What are you saying this? Yeah, where you got classic the, car porn. Yeah. 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 I yeah. liked the shot where it like sold me on that. The classic car porn was like for no reason at all. They went he went into like a tunnel and we had got a close up of the headlamp 
cover <laughs> sliding yeah. up. So yeah. I was like, look, mm-hmm. it, they used to have this or yeah. the headlights are covered. And, they come. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, aha, I see what you're doing. So uh, I would recommend Drive Angry. I don't know. I had fun at it. I've, I own it. I've seen it several times. And I seem to, even though with my reservations, I like it every time. So that's thumbs up. Drive Angry. Holly. Yeah, no, I... I um I, I agree with what you're saying. There, there's a sort of like awareness with this movie where, you, where you understand that some of it's kind of just shit, but then parts of it are just so un- wonderfully bad, and then some of it is just actually kind of cool. And it, it's an odd, it's an odd trifecta that you can't quite decipher. It, it's, it's very strange, but and. Part of the time, I'm just like, you know, I, I feel like he was making Gone in 60 Seconds, and I was like, oh, we should make this Supernatural, and that's what they did. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's how Nick Cage approaches things. Yeah, honestly, exactly, so. exactly, exactly. Um, so, and yeah, there, there's parts of it that they really did feel like episodes of Supernatural, but I, I like Supernatural, so I don't really care about that. But I, there's just... I have I have a feeling that I wouldn't like it as much the second time I watch it, and I I, I don't know. I mean, to me, that kind of makes me think. Well, maybe I shouldn't recommend it. But then the other part of me is like, well, may I just recommend that you only watch it once? Because I mean, once we had a lot of fun. It was a good time. We laughed. It's it's an entertaining movie. Like, there's no part in this movie where you're bored. It's an entertaining movie, and I guess that's really what matters, right? That you're entertained. That's what movies are supposed to be about. So I would say it's probably not a repeat watch, but yeah, it's a fun movie. Give Drive Angry a watch. Sure. I recommend. Sean! Sean! Sean looks perplexed. <laughs> I am. I think I'm still coming to terms with this movie. Um, yeah. It's definitely not a repeat watch. Um, yeah. Is it a, is it a first-time watch? I don't know. Um... I don't know. I think there was. Uh, I think this movie falls short for me. I think there's so much. There's so much potential and opportunity for this movie to like reach heights of greatness for what they're what they're obviously emulating and what they're trying to achieve. And I don't really think it gets there. Like the action is not anything that. To me, that I haven't seen before, I've seen plenty of cars blow up and and stunts done. I mean, they do them, like you said, competently in this movie. Um, I've seen stunts that are crazier, maybe done better. Um, they don't reach the level of kind of batshit crazy stunts or maybe just bad acting mm-hmm. in this. I don't know. I think, uh, what's, what's the bad guy's name that you guys love so much? <laughs> Billy Jonah Burke. King. Billy Burke. Billy oh, Burke. Billy yeah. Burke. I don't. Um, he. I, I think he gets the sleaziness. Like it's a good actor to cast for it, but it's also like almost maybe too on the nose for it. Yeah, like he's he boring. He didn't do it for me as a bad guy. No, as no. a bad guy, he's boring to me. He yeah. doesn't. There's nothing. Uh, there's no highs or lows with this guy. He's exactly I what you I didn't expect. feel like he was evil. Like I know he did no. evil things, but like, like you know, you watch fucking Gladiator. You think Joaquin Phoenix is just the devil. You yeah. know, you watch the movie and you're like, oh my god, this guy's evil as fuck. I, didn't, I don't feel that way. No. Isn't that how cult this? leaders are? They're projecting something they're not to manipulate I mean, people. That, that may be so. Um, I don't know, just as like a, he is a fucking, like he, like Nicolas Cage came back from hell to like go after this guy. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was deserved. Um, he he is murdering babies. 
That's very true. And, you I know, think that's what they're doing. That's murdering the women, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, yeah. And he got his dick bit off, yeah. so he's really he a skeevy motherfucker. Yeah. Um, that's no, a, like I, a useless I, piece of information about no, the character, is, but it's like, it's, right. it's, it's all true, but I still know what you're saying. Yeah. I really um, do. I think uh, William Fickner, I think, is uh, doing... Uh, everything oh, in this perfection. movie. Like, I perfection. think he's having fun. I think it's coming across on screen. Um, and I just, I love what he's doing with his character. Um, maybe I wanted everyone else to be kind of up there with him. Um, but yeah, I think the bad guy's not great. Nick Cage is not as Nick Cage as I want him to be in this movie. <laughs> I want full Nick Cage for something like this. Um, and I didn't get it. Uh, he's a little caged in this. He's a little cage is caged. Um, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily think I can recommend this movie. Um, it's not enough for me. Um, I don't know what that says about people who are listening and whether they would enjoy it, but for me, not enough. So I don't recommend Drive Angry. Did we say it was a colossal bomb? A colossal, a colossal bomb? bomb. It, yeah, it like came in at like twenty nine million box office yeah. like total run. I'm going to say it again. This movie cost 50 million. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't, um, I can't recommend the Drive Angry. Of, uh, yeah, they have yeah, done nothing. Nothing sense. Yeah. Yeah. Todd Farmer's fucking homeless right now. Well, not anymore. Not but anymore, he but he was homeless. Of this movie. It was like this was such a big bomb that like nobody wanted to cuz he was supposed to uh the two of them wrote Halloween, Halloween 3D. 3D. Yeah. And I believe a Hellraiser mm-hmm. remake I think so too, yeah. that never got made. And so then the work dried up because who wants to hire the fucking people who made Drive Angry? He yeah. couldn't even get TV work. I, mean, I, guess I think that's I what think he's he doing is now. directing TV. Now. There you go. Well, hopefully, but he's not not like good TV. All, well, but still, yeah. it's Jeff. Sure, still. In all seriousness, <laughs> I hope they're all doing better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, do I you guys remember the movie came out though? Because it was marketed to hell. Like trailers were. Oh, I, I know. remember. I, I constantly saw trailers. No, I don't remember. I remember seeing it all over the place. Yeah. Was this like when Nicolas Cage was already kind of like in the expired uh, goods section? Of, oh yeah. yeah, because this was postseason of the witch, which mm-hmm. is one of his like like oh, biggest yeah. losses of his career ever. Yeah. So yes. people just didn't go see Nick Cage movies, and now it seems yeah. like we're coming back around. It well, they don't go to see them in theaters, but like, I mean, mm-hmm. well, because he's playing dads now. And that's yeah, what I want. that's the that's, the, that's where I want to see that Nick goes Cage. direct to video. Now I want to see him playing a dad of some mm-hmm. sort, a dad who wants to kill his children. Sure. But a dad. Hasn't he done enough doing. dad work in his career? Yeah. Like, I think he's done enough. Yeah, I don't we need think more we need crazy to see him anymore. Well, he was, uh, but he was crazy cage as a dad. That's oh, true. you should want, uh, like. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. Just I do, too. Say that. I, I do, too. I watch that any day of the week. When it rains, it pours. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Um. He's he he hits Nick Cage and Mom and Dad. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. it may not be the greatest movie in the world, but he he fucking hits yes, Nick he Cage and it's uh, wonderful. So, mm-hmm. but there it is, Michaela. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the thing about this movie is, if it were made in the eighties, everybody would love it. But this movie is out of it, out of out of the wrong time. Uh, yeah. This this is a fucking canon movie made in 2011. Mm-hmm. This this is parallel universe supernatural Cobra. Like <laughs> this, you know. There's so many parallels with Cobra. Why is the sequel... Why are we getting a sequel to Cobra called Supernatural Cobra? Supernatural Cobra. Oh, my God. Copyright 2018 Saturday Night Freak Show. Copyright. Fuck yeah, I'd watch that. I mean, this this is like the next step in the cult from Cobra. Yeah. Like, it's... There's a lot of similarities, even down to the monosyllabic, like low muttering, like refusing to scream <laughs> kind of performance from the lead actors in those mm-hmm. movies. Because um, we we had a lot of those same critiques about Stallone and Cobra so. that he didn't yell enough, he didn't get angry enough, very you know? muted. Yep. 
Um, mm-hmm. And that movie also had some awesome car chases, too. The, yeah, this movie just was made in the wrong time. And I, I, I mean, I love this movie. I think it's so much fun. I made yeah. fun of it mercilessly when it came out because the trailers just kept emphasizing the shot in 3D so much that I was like, yeah. oh, is that the selling point for your movie? Then it probably yeah. sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 2011 was the highest and low. Of, like two, two, well, I don't want to say highest and low. Two opposite sides of the spectrum of driving movies because you had Drive and then you had Drive Angry come out in the same year. <laughs> Yes, but to to what Dom was saying, uh, one thing you cannot blame this movie for is its marketing because this movie presents itself as it is. I know we've talked about in the past with certain movies like the trailers are misleading, the marketing is wrong. This isn't the movie they say it is. <laughs> this movie is upfront and honest about what it is. Yeah, the can't. trailers the trailers honestly give away way too much of the story. Actually, they mm. like there's like a Nick Cage monologue where he's like. So my daughter was killed, and then they took my grand. He like explains the whole plot of the movie in the trailer, basically, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit too much almost. So that, I mean, they're upfront and honest with it. I think it's fun. I love the platonic just friendship partnerness between yep. Amber Heard and Nick Cage because the first time I saw this movie, I was like, oh, they're gonna fuck, and like, there's gonna be no reason for it, and there's no way in any universe that Amber Heard would ever fuck Nick Cage. Oh, that's like, true. and <laughs> I was like, they're gonna yeah. shoehorn some awful way why that why they should fuck, and then I had like this whole thought of like it's gonna be like. Oh, uh, we need a hotel room. Oh, this one only has one bed, and that's how it's going to go down. I was oh, like, boy. that's how it's going to happen. <laughs> but I, no, they yeah. don't fuck. They don't even come close. There's no sexual tension. There's nothing. They are just on this journey together, and I love it. The only people he does fuck are age appropriate for him, and I love that too. Um, uh, age appropriate fucking. We do love that here. Yeah, on yeah, show. we do. We do. Um, <laughs> I was like that makes sense. <laughs> And I like, too, that they are honest about the fact that Nick Cage would not have an infant child, that that would be his granddaughter. Like, the age <laughs> yeah. age honesty in this movie is very... Uh, I appreciate that a lot, because you yeah. don't see that very often. Um, so I would definitely recommend Drive Angry. I think it's a lot of fun. I think uh, if you've seen a trailer, if you've seen the poster, like it's, it's pretty honest with what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just go along for the ride. Don't just enjoy it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, that, yeah, just enjoy it. So, yeah, I definitely recommend Drive Angry. All right, so that is Drive Angry on Saturday Night Freak Show. We got uh, three fours and one against, I guess, is how it uh, shot, <laughs> shook yep. out. So next week, we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by... Colin! Colin, what are we going to watch next week? All right, so we covered Nicolas Cage oh, no. on this week. I think there's another actor we've been circling. John Travolta. Close. Oh, no, hope. not at all. <laughs> circling. We're going to watch The Delta Force with Chuck <gasps> oh! First Chuck Norris what? and Lee Marvin and Lee Marvin. All right, okay. that's right. We'll have other. Have we people not had Lee Marvin's the, the Big <laughs> no. Red One or whatever? That's right. Yeah, yeah, we did watch we the, watched the Big, the big red, red, red One. Okay, this Way is a better back. Lee Marvin. Okay. Lee Marvin yeah. movie, um, The Delta so. Force. We're it's finally, a canon film. So we're, we're, we're finally welcoming things. Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we can put his frame up on the wall now, right? Yeah, I think so. Or does he have to have more than one? I think he's going to have more than one. Like three, but there might be. Who knows? You know. Tom you know, maybe this the movie is so wall. awesome that we just move him up. <laughs> you know, Chuck Norris has a fist underneath his beard. Oh, yeah, we okay. know, we know. So <laughs> that's going to be next week. I'm reading a book, and that's all I'm doing. <laughs> all next week. Yeah, all, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to talk about the movie. I'm just like, <laughs> Chuck Norris jokes. Did yep. you know? Yeah. <laughs> That Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the earth down. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't cut his grass. He just dares it to grow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what we're inviting. Because, it's we're been, at, because we're the freak past. show is actually eight years behind the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. 
<laughs> we have to understand no, we're just why he is back. such yeah. a, a thing. Yeah. <laughs> what is the appeal of the man, the myth, the legend, Chuck Norris? We're going to find out next week. Delta Force, right here. Roundhouse kicks. And until then, <laughs> and maybe more. Oh. And until then, the basement is going dark. Baby girl. Baby girl. <laughs> Where's the baby girl?